Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I'd like to talk with you about giving yourself the permission to receive. For so many of us who are service-based, personal brands, it feels almost uncomfortable to ask for help, to ask for resources, to put yourself in that vulnerable position. And this is an issue that comes close to my heart because I know I've dealt with this for quite a long time. But we are going to have an honest conversation about how you can just be open to receiving, open to charging what you're worth, open to getting the resources that you need. So stick with me and we'll get into it coming to you after this short break. Okay, and we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I want to invite you, if you haven't done so already, to make sure that you follow me on LinkedIn or Twitter, Denise Chi Lee, where you'll get practical advice about brand building, mindset, and everything that you need to just be online and be present in a unique and authentic way. And if you haven't done so already, also check out my website, denisegeely.com and check out my articles and other resources that I know is going to help you regardless of whether you've been in business today, just today, or you are on your way to just growing your fabulous empire. All right. And lastly, I would love to encourage you to hit that subscribe button if you know that you've been enjoying this content and you want to continue listening to this. Okay, I think I got all the housekeeping things out of the way. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about receiving. I, to be totally vulnerable and honest with you, this is definitely something I talk more in my one-on-one private sessions, but I believe that this is such a need to discuss more openly. I, it deserves to be spoken about with you guys on this podcast because I know that it's going to be really healing and therapeutic for some of you guys who have struggled with rejection, struggled with depression, struggled with coming from environments where you didn't believe that you deserved anything. You were shamed and ridiculed for your dreams. You were shamed and ridiculed for who you are as a person, your goals, everything about who you are, you never felt worthy. And that has had some tremendous negative impacts for how you run your business, how you receive help, how you seek out resources. So often I think about this one particular case, this one young lady who was working with me and she was always just listening to my podcast and she would quietly just read my post and she sent me an email message. I never even knew she was following me. She said, I've been looking at your stuff for a little over a year and I want to work with you. And I felt so afraid of even asking for help because I didn't even feel worthy that I could receive the help to begin with. That broke my heart. That broke my heart that she felt the need to be so anonymous for the longest time instead of reaching out and saying, I need help. I need support. I need someone to guide and mentor me. And I asked her, why did you wait so long? You know, it's been over a year. And she said, I didn't believe I was worthy to receive it. And not getting into too much details, I'll just pivot and say that for a lot of us, if we grew up in environments where we were told to 
see, be seen, but not heard. If we saw people, particularly family members, mock mock us or mock our family, other family members for pursuing their businesses or pursuing their goals or doing anything ambitious. It, it doesn't even have to be business. It could be starting a starting a new uh, sport or playing a new instrument or trying to train for a particular event. I mean, the list goes on and on where because we don't feel that support from our family members, because we don't feel that anyone has our our back, we've internalized the message that no one supports me, therefore I am not worthy. Can can you relate? Are you not in your head? Because I personally had that same kind of experience just to get wildly personally with you. I was telling my husband the story about years back. Uh, I was about 16 or so, and I wanted to get involved. I was studying Japan, Japanese at the time, and I wanted to do this Japanese immersion program for teenagers, for you know, young adults to travel for a semester or so abroad to immerse themselves in the Japanese culture, obviously learn the language, and... It was really important to me. I remember the program specifically JET. And I was very excited. I did my research. I figured out the cause. I was trying to figure out who to contact and all this stuff. And I remember excitedly coming up to my dad and trying to explain to him that I really want to do this. This is really exciting to me. And my dad looked at it. And I. this is after I explained it to you him in great detail, to be honest with you. And he looked at it, didn't pay too much attention, tossed it to the side and said, maybe later, we'll see. And I remember trying to bring it up to him and he just kind of ignored me. Guys, guys, if you want to talk about feeling hurt and disappointment, that was it. I mean, there was other things that were going on behind the scenes, but the point I'm trying to make here is that I took my time, I did my research I try to understand what I could be doing to get into this program. And I presented it to my father and he just kind of tossed it to the side. And in that moment, I believed without a doubt that my big dreams, at least with Japanese learning, learning Japanese, sorry, was not possible and therefore not supported. And I think after that experience, my interest in pursuing and learning more Japanese stuff slowly started dwindling away. Now, obviously, as a grown woman, as an adult telling you the story, I'm not saying that I don't have the opportunity now to go to Japan or relearn Japanese and all of that stuff. That's not the point I'm trying to make here. The point is that we can internalize these little interactions as the overall message in our mind that says, family member is ignoring or dismissing this. Therefore, I'm not worthy. Therefore, I shouldn't pursue this because I'm not going to get the help. And message after message after message, this happens to you repeatedly. Do you absorb this identity that says, I'm not worthy. People won't invest in me. I should give up on myself. And I want to tell you that to you, now is the time for us to have a very sit serious conversation say that is not true. Here's the thing. Most of the times we've had those internal messages, we're not really getting a full scope of the issue. We're only using our mind to think it from a very narrow perspective. For example, 
I'm not making excuses for my father, but, but I was not capable of pursuing my dreams beyond just one or two times asking. I needed, if I really wanted to be dedicated, I needed to have that conviction beyond just simply asking, okay? For a lot of us, we gave up so early, so easy because we didn't get that support. But now, now we have the opportunity to be our best advocate. Now we have the opportunity to say yes when others says no. And I want to let you know that if you came from that kind of similar environment for me, where you went to a family member or you went to someone that you, you held in higher regard and they said, no, I don't want to do this or no, I want to help you. I don't want to participate in you. Participate in helping you. That doesn't mean all your options are over. That doesn't mean it's game over. It means that that particular person is going through their particular issues and they're not able to help you, but there are other people that can help you. Keep on knocking doors. I, I emphasize this so many times, especially for those of you guys who are trying to build your brand and you're saying, for example, you're trying to promote yourself. And five people said no to your offer or 10 people says no to your invitation or 20 people keep knocking every stinking day until one person opens the door. Okay. If you have to say that on loop to yourself daily, that I'm going to keep knocking, somebody is going to eventually open the door, then that's what you need to do. For a lot of us, there's these voices inside of our heads that constantly tell us, shut up, you're a loser. Shut up, you shouldn't do anything. No one's going to listen to you. I shouldn't try. And that's that voice coming from those mixed, nasty messages of the past where no one corrected us and said that we are capable, that we are stronger, we are more than capable of doing amazing things and that our future, our destiny does not belong in the hands of one person or persons. Okay. I want to just emphasize this over and over again until it drills into your brain that we are giving a lot of people much more power than they need. So I've come up with a list of things to help us give ourselves a permission to receive, the permission to recognize that we are deserving of amazing, abundant things, that it doesn't matter what happened in the past. It doesn't matter what we are been dealt with in the past. We can rise above. We can do different things. Okay. And it will take some time for us to fully heal and work through the past. And I'm going to sit here and lie to you and say that you're going to listen to this podcast. It's going to be over. Perhaps you need to listen to this podcast again. Perhaps you need to do some more journaling work. Perhaps you need to talk with a a trusted mental health provider. I don't know. You have to be really honest and introspective about what happens next after this, but I want you to have a next after this. I don't want you to just listen to this episode and think, okay, I'm cured. Thank you very much, Denise. (laughs) And ride off into the distance. Like it's not going to happen that way. This is going to be for a lot of us who've dealt with past traumatic events, past issues where we didn't feel worthy. We didn't feel nurtured. We didn't feel cared for. 
that this, that's a gaping hole that just needs to be filled. And I want to support you and I want to help hold that space for you so you know that you're not alone. But I also want you to realize that this should not be the end. This should be helping you embark on a new and more powerful beginning. With that being said, let's talk about this. Number one is why don't you believe you deserve it? For a lot of us, we don't feel that we deserve it. I just gave the illustration earlier with my my father that I didn't believe I deserved to learn more about this foreign language. But really what I didn't believe is that I was worthy of somebody's time and attention. And it was because he was so preoccupied with everything that he had going on in his life, he couldn't devote the energy to fully support me and my particular dreams. But that is okay because it's a new day and I want to remind any of you guys who have also experienced that your parents do not control your destiny. Your parents, they, for all they've done for you, they can't have that much power over how you want to control your life as an adult. And if you have to say that 5,000 times or it doesn't even have to be your parents, it could be your uncle or someone that you held in such high regard they don't deserve to allow you to live in mediocrity, live in fear, live in just feeling a sense of inferiority. They don't deserve to have that much power of your life. I want you to repeat that over and over and over. This person, nobody, nobody can control how I choose to live my life and the dreams that I want to pursue. Say that again. No one has the power to control how you live your life and the dreams that you wish to pursue. Okay. Because that's definitely something that I wish that somebody told me in that my entrepreneurial journey, because I was riddled by haunts of the past, haunts of past supervisors criticizing me, haunts of family members telling me that I shouldn't do this with with regard to a particular business. And I just want to just let you know, people who try oftentimes to tell you you shouldn't or you can't or it's not a good idea, what is really happening is they're projecting their own insecurities, their own doubts, their own limiting beliefs on you instead of saying, hey, I have a limited belief about what's possible because I'm too afraid of doing it. Therefore, I want you to also live in fear alongside me. You get what I'm trying to say? People want other people alongside them in terms of being limited, not being able to seek out new ideas, not being able to seek out new adventures because they're afraid and Misery loves company. I guess that's the only way of saying it. Misery loves company. People don't also want to see other people succeed because it makes them feel uncomfortable. It makes them feel insecure because holy crap, now I can't really make any excuses because I see somebody else. It's also making it work. Brings up all sorts of emotional issues. All sorts of crazy crap comes out. And the point I'm trying to make with you about this is that when you're holding on to and letting yourself identify with beliefs that don't even belong to you, you can inadvertently sabotage yourself. That comes from understanding that other people's messages aren't your own. I want you to imagine 
take a, like imagine a suitcase literally, you can literally, or get a bag, I don't care, and just write out every single thing that people have told you. And I want you just to look at it. Look at every single thing. And I want you to put in a little, uh, let's, let's keep it even simpler. Let's put in a little plastic bag or a paper bag, actually a paper bag, if you want to burn it up or a plastic bag, if you want to throw it in the trash can. But I want you to write out every single crazy, nasty thing that people have told you or said to you that has said that you can't do it or this is not possible, it's not feasible. And I want you to write it down, all the crappy things. And I want you to throw it away, burn it, put it, just, just tuck it away somewhere because that is no longer your identity. That you need to chuck all those nasty negative emotions where it belongs and it's the trash can, okay? It's over, it's done with. All right, now let's move on. I'm looking at my list right now to make sure I am on track with you guys. I want you to know that those beliefs that you are not worthy, those beliefs that you are not capable, it's not helping you in the way that you think it is. For I think to myself um, about when I was deep in my most deepest, darkest depressions about not being able to see much growth in my business, not being able to see things happening. And I realized holding on to those negative emotions helped me encourage myself to lose track of other things that were important to me, helped me to ignore my health. And that's not helping me. Oftentimes, if we're not dealing with the depression and the anxiety and and other stuff, we may think it's helping us by avoiding attachment. Reality is actually creating a bigger monster, crazier things that if left untreated can actually be far worse than the original thing that we're trying to avoid. So what I'm trying to say to you, in other words, is that it's not helping us. Even though we think it's helping us by holding on to those negative beliefs, holding on to those faulty messages, it's not helping us at all. And I want you to literally say out loud, these ideas is not helping me. These ideas are not helping me. I want to be done with it. I want to breathe life into what is capable, what is possible. I'm no longer interested in holding myself in this this prison of sorts. No longer. It's going to ruin my mental health, my physical health, my spiritual health. It's limiting from me to help other people through my work, through my art, whatever you're doing. It's no longer helping me. Oftentimes we know it's a problem, but we haven't literally voiced it out loud and say, it's not helping me. I can't not continue this. I deserve better than this. My life is meant for purpose. I'm not here by accident. I know that I can do remarkable things. And I want you to say that over and over and over again. I don't care if you never got that message from your family of origin. I don't care if you never got that message from uh, family members. Now is the time to start feeding yourself, feeding your soul of all the messages that you need to receive in order for you to not just grow your business, but just feel well within your soul. 
Don't you want to feel well within your soul? I know even me sharing this message, being vulnerable, talking about the things that have really haunted me is healing. And I know for you, it will be healing to still voice it out. I want you to recognize that you can make it happen if your heart is ready to receive this. Okay. Now, let's also talk about releasing the grip by identifying the power. I mentioned earlier about writing these these things out, but I also want you to release the emotions that come along with the feelings that you are unworthy. For a lot of us, if we felt lonely, there's also fears of not measuring up, fears that someone's going to judge and ridicule us, fears that we're going to disappoint. And I want to let you know something, and this is having a really honest conversation is that no matter what you do, even if you're doing your best work, somebody's always going to judge you. We can't avoid that. That's just the nature of human beings. We want to judge and criticize things that we don't control. (laughs) We have no input in. And I'm not going to sit and lie to you and say that in the beginning of your business, somebody's not going to find fault or error or what you are trying to do. But all I'm saying is that, does that mean that you shouldn't give up, that you shouldn't continue to work, that you shouldn't continue to improve, take the feedback, improve on it? Does that mean that you deserve to constantly hold yourself back in fear because of that? No, heavens no. In fact, Use their criticism, use their complaints, use all that stuff to help improve what you're doing so that you can shut them up. <laughs> use it as use it as your self-improvement plan because I know for a fact that when you continually work and improve your process, how you deliver your stuff, it's only going to get better with each and every iteration. And think about it this way. The people who are criticizing you, the people who are judging you, actually it's a blessing because our fans, the people who love us, the people who support us, they don't want to hurt our feelings. They don't want to make us feel bad. But when we have critics and enemies and haters and all that mess, they don't care about all of that. Use that for yourself. Use that to help springboard you to the be the most refined, professional version of yourself that you can possibly be. I know that for a fact because I've had so many people, I think about this one particular interaction when someone said, Denise, I hate listening to your podcast because you always have ums and uhs and stutters and all this stuff. And it made me upset. And then I paused and realized, oh my goodness, this is a blessing. This is actually helping me to refine how I speak. And if I need to take a pause, if I need to hit a moment of reflection and then come back at it, that's what I need to do. What I'm saying to you is use that negativity from other people to help improve yourself. And don't take it personal because if all they want to do is criticize and lament and say all this other stuff, they're living miserable lives, quite frankly. Nobody spends their time trolling and scrolling and saying all this negative stuff and they're living fabulous lives. (laughs) That's just been my personal experience. Now, Getting back to my list. Now, let's talk about 
gifting yourself. We spent all of this time about receiving, but I want you to think about gifting yourself. And it can come in small little ways. The whole purpose of being able to receive is allowing yourself to drop the shame, drop the anxiety, drop the frustration that no one thinks that you're worthy, therefore I should not run and hide into obscurity. I want you to start loving yourself in small little ways. That could be allowing yourself 20 minutes alone reading a book or taking a bike ride or taking a bubble bath or or doing some artwork. Think honestly all the wonderful things that you can do to make yourself feel worthy, make yourself feel grateful for being on this planet Earth, grateful for interacting with certain people. So often than not, those of us who have felt immense anxiety from not measuring up, it's because we don't allow ourselves pleasure, simple little pleasure, simple little joys. We don't allow ourselves permission to have fun and laugh and play. I want you to give yourself those little moments and it doesn't have to be involving spending money, as I gave an example. But if you want to buy yourself a lovely new outfit or treat yourself to a movie, I, the sky is the limit. Find something, small little things that you can do for yourself daily, weekly, monthly that spark your sense of happiness and gratefulness and feeling joyful that you deserve to feel good about yourself. Yes, you deserve to feel good about yourself. One of the things that I have been doing for the past six or seven months, and it was inspired by my my coach, she was talking about this on a uh, group chat where she said, I've been trying out these face masks and I'm using this thing from this company, Sephora, and and I'm seeing how it works. And I didn't even really know, you're laughing at me. I didn't even really even know about really face masks. I mean, I saw it every once in a while at the spas I went to, but I never really got into it. And oh my goodness, every week I give myself a little face mask and it is a little piece of heaven. For those 20 minutes, I'm sitting there, I'm wrapped up in a nice warm blanket and I got my face mask on. And for me, that feels so relaxing and comforting and nurturing for myself. I mean, the face mask is like 250. This is not big bucks here, people. <laughs> I'm telling you this as an example to say that you can nurture yourself in small little ways every day that will help to send that message to that little boy or girl inside of you that has felt that you aren't deserving, that you aren't worthy and build up, get comfortable with treating yourself, get comfortable with investing in little ways to make yourself feel good. Now, obviously, depending on your finances and your schedule and all this stuff, you can go big or go small. I know some people say that I'm going to go plan my trip to Tahiti or I'm going to invest in this six-month coaching program with you, Denise, or whatever works for you. You need to figure out what you need to do to take care of you. But take care of you. Don't wait for someone to tell you, hey, I think you need to take care of yourself. Hey, I think you need to go on a vacation. You don't need someone to tell you that you need to take care of yourself. Honestly, have a moment 
after this podcast is over or hit the pause button, whichever you need to do, (laughs) and ask yourself, what do I need to do to take care of myself? And what ways should I nurture myself? And what ways do I need to go inside of myself to figure out what my heart, my soul needs? Nurture yourself. Get in the habit of nurturing yourself because no one's going to nurture yourself the way that you know best. And lastly, I want you to remember that you deserve to receive just as much as others can be able to give. Let me say that again. You deserve to receive just as much as some other people deserve to give. And let me explain what that is. Oftentimes, there are so many people around us who want to help us. They want to gift us. and But we've held up the strong defensive armor that says, no, 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 I've got it all covered. No, 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 I'm, I'm Superman or I'm Superwoman. I don't need anybody to try to explain to me that I need a break or I need a rest. I remember thinking about, even a couple of years ago, to be quite frank and honest with you, where a member from church offered to take care of my son just for an evening. And I remember that that feeling, I did not deserve anybody to watch my son. I didn't deserve to have a break. I don't know where that message came from. I don't know who told me. It wasn't my husband. It wasn't anybody else. But I internalized the message as a mother, you never take a break. As a mother, you're responsible. And I remember thinking to myself, what kind of idiocy is this? This person really wants to spend time with my son. I need a break. I'm feeling a little exhausted and tired. And I just went out for a couple hours and just walked around. And I don't know what else I did, but that was so refreshing and so nurturing. And my son was well taken care of during the time. It was no big deal. I don't know why we don't allow ourselves to allow people to gift us that time, that space. If somebody's offering you help, take the help. We don't have to feel that somebody's going to use this later against us. If they do, then we know that their intentions weren't good and we can talk about that at a later time because there's no sense of having friends, quote unquote, that constantly make us feel ashamed for their quote unquote help, okay? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who truly care about you, truly want to see you thrive, and they want to help you in small little ways. It could be, hey, someone wants to look over your email message, or hey, someone wants to look over your website, or participate in your webinar, or whatever that's going on in your personal or your business life. A lot of people, honestly, they're around the corner wanting to help you. And they might have helped you and you've pushed them away. I want you to invite them back in. I want you to let them support you. Let them support you. They want to support you. Okay. Now let's revisit everything that we've talked about. I want you to give yourself that permission to receive. And that first comes from understanding those messages. Where did it come from? I gave that illustration of that Japanese immersion program with my father where I absorbed the message that I wasn't worthy of learning a new language. And I want you to ask yourself, put it in context. Think of it as an adult. What was really going on? Was I really fully communicating? Was I really putting too much pressure on one person to fulfill my sense of 
opportunity and adventure, I want you to really ask yourself that. Also, I want you to ask yourself, how is those negative emotions of yourself helping you in present day? What is it really doing for you? If it's not doing anything for you, I need you to literally say it aloud. This is not helping me feeling depressed or anxious or whatever. I'm vowing to make a change. That being said, I want you to write every single crappy thing, emotion that you have, write a little on a sheet of paper, and I want you to throw in a bag, paper bag or plastic bag, and throw it away, burn it up, throw in the trash can, whatever you need to do. We need to do away with that. We're done with it. We're done with it. And I want you to give yourself small little gifts and, and, and small increments. I mentioned the giving myself a little spa getaway in my home, <laughs> but you can figure out what you need to do. And then I also want you to allow people to bless you, allow people to give you little gifts. It doesn't have to be complicated. A lot of us have so many people who want to bless us, but we don't want to accept the help because we're afraid of having someone feel like they owed us or all of that stuff. Not No, no. If someone is constantly trying to make you feel ashamed about the things that you're having, your shortcomings, I want you to recognize that more often than not, they have their own issues. And if they are criticizing you, use it as a a way of refinement. Don't let other people take away your joy. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there something that I said that really, really struck a chord? Let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisegelee.com. If you really like this podcast, go ahead and hit that forward button to anyone you know might really receive this insight. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.